Well, we have been looking at the idea of faith and uh, obedience to the Word of God in the midst of faith and, and how salvation works and, and, and all of that. That's kind of where we've been, and, and next week we're going to be shifting. We said the New City Catechism is broken into three parts. Next week we begin the third part looking at the Holy Spirit and His, his work in and through us. But this week we're going to finish section two, and we're going to ask a question that, that will probably raise some, um, some debate, and we'll, we'll talk about that. So, this week's question, since we are redeemed by grace alone through faith alone, where does this faith come from? And the answer, all the gifts we receive from Christ, we receive through the Holy Spirit, including faith itself. And the passage for this week is Titus 3, 4 through 6. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and the renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior. And you can see how that passage serves as a really good bridge between this section considering the work of Christ and the next section of the Catechism, the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, before we dive in, I want to recap. We've, we've talked about this idea of election um, and some of the distinctions between Calvinism and Arminianism as systems for interpreting and understanding Scripture. Um, I want to reaffirm as we consider today's question two important truths. One, that God is sovereign and that humans have free will and responsibility. Uh, even if you just consider the death of Jesus throughout the book of Acts, so how people talk about it, we see it talked about as Christ gave himself up according to the sovereign plan of God, and we see that people hung him on the cross and are held responsible for that action. So God predestined and planned that Christ would die, uh, but people are responsible for the fact that he died. We, we see both of those in Acts. We see something similar in the book of John when it comes to repentance and salvation in terms of how we respond and God's action in that. And we see some tension that needs to be held between the sovereignty of God and people's free will. Uh, D.A. Carson has written on this idea of compatibilism, and that's, that's what he's talking about, is this tension between God's sovereignty and human responsibility, not overemphasizing one or the other, which sometimes our systems can do. And so, like we said last time, there are going to be passages in Scripture where we sound more Arminian, and there are going to be passages in Scripture where we sound more Calvinist because this tension between God's sovereignty and human responsibility is there. Now, why do I talk about that? Um, we are, in our question today, we're asking, where does faith come from? And, and part of what this gets into is, is what's referred to as the order of salvation. So, so what order does, do, do things occur in for salvation? So as we think about salvation, what happens? The, that's what we're talking about, the order of salvation. So here are some terms to know and consider. Uh, we have God's foreknowledge and predestination. So this is God's knowing prior to salvation, those who would be saved, and God's choosing before time, all who would be saved. Election is another word that you can throw in there. God's choosing of all who would be saved. And so those are some of the terms 
that we have, but along with that, we have uh, evangelism. So the communication of the gospel, the spreading of the word. Book of Romans will say, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And so proclamation of the word is really important as we think about salvation. Um, Faith is important as we think about the order of salvation, the belief and trust in the message of the gospel. Conversion, the, the turning to God based on the gospel. Uh, so, so the the turning from old life to new life. We have our conversion. Um, another important term, and I'm not putting these in any specific order, so I'm not walking through the order of salvation. Just terms to know as we think about this. Um, perseverance, the continuing belief, the remaining in the state of salvation, the perseverance of the saints. So, uh, do we persevere by faith? Do we persevere because God causes us to persevere? Where's the line? Um, but these are terms to know. We have repentance, our, our changing of our mind from rejection of Christ to faith in Christ. So a turning. We talked about justification and sanctification a lot in the last few weeks, and that's uh, those are also terms to know as we think about the order of salvation. God's freeing one from the penalty of sin, the, the, that pronouncement, you are not guilty, um, is God's justifying work. We read about that in the book of Romans. And then we have sanctification, God's... Um, continuing to make us holy after that moment of justification. So the the process by which we are made holy. And then glorification, a term we haven't really considered in in great detail, but it is that um, when we enter God's presence, where the the final removal of sin from the life and presence of the believer, uh, that's what glorification is talking about. Now, the the order of salvation uh, has another term, the ordo salutis, um, part of why we, we gave those distinctions in talking about the Calvinist Arminian discussions that we've already had, that election and how that all plays out. The reason I wanted to recap that is, is the order of salvation really is very keenly developed between Calvinist and Arminian systems. Um, and so both of them will have a different ordering for salvation. Um, so getting back to our question, where does faith come from? The order of salvation helps us answer that question. And there are different interpretations of Scripture to to get to these points, both of which fall within orthodoxy, both of which can be held to and you can still follow Christ. And so, so this is not different interpretations that lead us astray from the gospel, but they are different ways of understanding Scripture, and they do have some differences to them. So, in the Calvinist camp, the order of salvation typically flows, and this is a bit reductionist, and I recognize that, but typically is going to flow. You have God's election and predestination through Christ, and um, you have that foreknowledge. Then you have the gospel call, so evangelism. Then you have the, the, the inward call and regeneration. Then you have conversion, which is faith and repentance. So, notice in our question, where does faith come from? It comes from God, but in the order of salvation, it's pretty far down the list. And then after that, you have, um, or in line with that, you have justification. Then after that, sanctification, and finally glorification. Um, In the Arminian camp, again, a bit reductionist, but you have grace given by God so that the sinner can respond. That's kind of the starting point. Then you have the outward call. Then you have faith and then repentance, then regeneration, then justification, perseverance, and glorification. And and perseverance becomes a really important part of that um, in Arminian camps, specifically though in Calvinist camps, certainly, but 
uh, there's going to be some differences on how they interpret those two views. Um, and so notice the crucial difference in the orders of regeneration and faith. The Calvinist position is going to believe that the spiritual life is a prerequisite for the existence of the other aspects of salvation. And so you have that starting point with God, not with faith. Um, and the Arminians believe that, that fallen natural man retains moral capacity to receive or reject the gospel um, based on God's provenient grace. But, but even with the help of that grace, he must still f- believe or reject Christ. So, so the, the person responds then because God has enabled him to respond. Um, so this is going to be a distinction between Arminianists and Calvinists here. It has pretty broad implications in terms of the, answering the question, where does faith come from? Does it come from God or does it come from within ourselves based on God's provenient grace? Um, now, it, it should be noted that, that both systems will say that, that faith and grace come from God. They'll maybe interpret those ideas a little differently in how they communicate those ideas, uh, but, but God is still the starting point. So they would both affirm salvation by faith alone. But understanding the order is going to probably emphasize one of the two things that we talked about at the beginning, God's sovereignty or humans' free will. Um, And those two systems are going to walk those lines differently. They're going to interpret scripture. They're going to understand passages like, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. Um, They're going to interpret those passages slightly differently. Um, And here's where I want us to land. Here's, Here's what I want us to think about in these things. I'm not going to tell you which one of these systems to adhere to. I'm not going to tell you the right order for salvation. Um, But I would encourage you to take time to really evaluate what do you believe? Have you thought about these things of of the order of salvation? Where do these different aspects of salvation lie? How do they fit together and how do they roll from one to the next? Um, and what is God's role in those things and what is our role in those things? Because those are the big questions that are being asked here. I'm not going to say this one or that one is right. I would encourage you to, to go and look up the order of salvation and see how different people have, have put that together to, to make sense of salvation and the work of Christ and the work of the Spirit and our response to that work. Because those are the questions that are... Uh, being being asked. The takeaway then is, is an opportunity for us this week to evaluate what do we believe and why do we believe it about these things. We're not questioning the orthodox belief, but we are asking uh, what does scripture say about things like the order of salvation? All the things that we've been considering over the past weeks as we've thought about the work of Christ and and salvation and what it means to be justified and sanctified and and God's role in justification and our role in sanctification and all of the things that we've talked about they kind of culminate in this idea of the order of salvation what order do these take place in and i would encourage you evaluate search study ask what is God's role? What is my role? And where's the line between God's sovereignty and my free will in the midst of these things? And this is something we ought to do regularly, is take stock of, of not just where our hearts are at in relation to God, but what are the things that I believe? What are the things that I know? What are the things that I hold to? And should I? There was, there was a podcast that came out over this past year called Reconstructing Faith, and, and that was kind of the idea of the podcast, was let's strip Christianity and the teaching of Scripture down to its essentials. What is essential? Let's not lose those. But 
But are there pieces that we've added in that we don't need to hold to? Are there, are there ways that we have complicated or, or even obscured the gospel by uh, some of the things that we've held to over time? So helpful podcast, but I think it's good for us to do the same as we evaluate what do we believe, what do we hold to, and have we, through what we've believed and what we've taught, obscured the gospel in any way? Have we obscured salvation in any way? And so I encourage you, take this time to evaluate, to consider, to, to see what do I believe about these things? Um, how have I been communicating them? And then how do I continue to communicate them in a way that is faithful to the gospel so that we can uh, evangelize as we are called to do, that we can make disciples as we are called to do all of this to the glory and praise of God?